Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is Monday of the Octave of Easter. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to to Almighty God God, and and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and and on earth earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that though in our weakness we fail, we may be revived through the passion of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. On the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up with the eleven and addressed the crowd in a loud voice. Men of Israel, listen to what I am going to say. Jesus the Nazarene was a man commended to you by God by the miracles, importance and signs that God worked through him when he was among you, as you all know. This man, who was put into your power, By the deliberate intention and foreknowledge of God, you took and crucified by men outside the law. You killed him, but God raised him to life, freeing him from the pangs of Hades. For it was impossible for him to be held in its power since, as David says of him, I saw the Lord before me always. For him at my right hand nothing can shake me. So my heart was glad, and my tongue cried out with joy. My body too will rest in the hope that you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor allow your Holy One to experience corruption. You have made known the way of life to me. You will fill me with gladness through your presence. Brothers, no one can deny that the patriarch David himself is dead and buried. His tomb is still with us. But since he was a prophet, 
and knew that God had sworn him an oath to make one of his descendants succeed him on the throne, what he foresaw and spoke about was the resurrection of the Christ. He is the one who was not abandoned to Hades and whose body did not experience corruption. God raised this man Jesus to life and all of us are witnesses to that. Now raised to the heights by God's right hand, he has received from the Father the Holy Spirit, who was promised, and what you see and hear is the outpouring of that Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. I say to the Lord, you are my God. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you, yourself, who are my prize. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel, who even at night directs my heart. I keep the Lord ever in my sight. Since he is at my right hand, I shall stand firm. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. And so my heart rejoices, my soul is glad. Even my body shall rest in safety. For you will not leave my soul among the dead, nor let your beloved know decay. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence. At your right hand, happiness forever. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Alleluia, alleluia. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Filled with awe and great joy, the women came quickly away from the tomb and ran to tell the disciples. And there coming to meet them was Jesus. Greetings, he said. And the women came up to him and falling down before him clasped his feet. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers that they must leave for Galilee. They will see me there. While they were on their way, some of the guard went off into the city to tell the chief priests all that had happened. These held a meeting with the elders and, after some discussion, handed a considerable sum of money to the soldiers with these instructions. This is what you must say. His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. And should the governor come to hear of this, we undertake to put things right with him ourselves and to see that you do not get into trouble. The soldiers took the money and carried out their instructions. And to this day, that is the story among the Jews. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we're in the octave of Easter. Octave, of course, comes from the Latin word meaning eight. So when the church throws a party, she throws an eight-day party. From Easter Sunday, 
through to the second Sunday of Easter. Each day in between in this week is going to be a feast day. So celebrate. Now's the time to do the opposite of what we did at Lent. Where that was a time of preparation and of fasting, now is a time of feasting and of celebrating. And over these eight days, we're going to get the repetition of the good news. Jesus is risen from the dead. We're going to track how this news spreads from the women at the tomb, through to the apostles, through to the disciples, through to the city of Jerusalem and out into the whole world. We're going to repeat this story because it's news that doesn't get old. Today we hear a little bit of what we heard at the Easter Vigil, the Gospel according to Matthew. That having found the empty tomb, the women run back to tell the disciples and there they meet Jesus. And they fall down and they clasp his feet. You can see this great outpouring, this great expression of love. Because these were the women who stood at the cross. And there, clasping his feet, they behold those glorious and victorious feet still with the hole pierced through them. But Jesus then says to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers that they must leave for Galilee. They'll see me there. And I think there's something particularly beautiful about the fact that Jesus refers to the apostles as his brothers. Because it's all good and well for the women to run up to Jesus and to clasp his feet. Because they were the ones who remained loyal. They were faithful. They stood there at the foot of the cross. They didn't run away from his sufferings. And they weren't afraid of the Roman soldiers. Despite the pain of seeing Jesus suffer, they didn't run away because their love for him was greater than their repulsion at their own suffering, at not wanting to see this terrible sight. But with the exception of the disciple that Jesus loved who stood with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Mary Magdalene. The other apostles were nowhere to be seen. Judas, of course, was off ending his life. Peter, he's away, weeping bitterly. And the other apostles, nowhere to be seen. And yet, at the moment of Jesus' resurrection, how does he refer to them? They're his brothers, Now, this reminds us of the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis. Remember Jacob? Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac begot Jacob. Well, Jacob had 12 sons. And and Joseph was the one who, let's face it, was Jacob's favorite. And that caused jealousy among the other brothers. So what they ended up doing was sell Joseph into slavery. As some slave traders passed by, they took Joseph, sold him into slavery, and there he went down to Egypt. Now, through a course of events, Joseph becomes one of the bigwigs in Egypt and is brought into Pharaoh's court. And in the meantime, a great famine has come across the whole land. And Joseph, having been tipped off and interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, they've been storing grain, expecting this famine to come about. And so Joseph's brothers come down to Egypt looking to buy grain, looking to save their own lives. And Joseph spots them. 
the very ones who sold him out, the very ones who caused him extreme and extraordinary sufferings. And what does Joseph do? Well, you can read it yourself. It's in Genesis chapter 42. When some of Joseph's brothers come down to Egypt, Joseph recognizes them as his brothers. But of course, the brothers have no idea who Joseph is because they imagined he was a slave and probably dead and certainly not one of the head honchos in Egypt. But Joseph is overcome with emotion. And in the end, he gathers the whole family together. He asks the brothers to send for Jacob, his dad, And Joseph also meets his younger brother, Benjamin, who he's never met before. And this is a truly beautiful moment. Despite the treachery, despite the betrayal, Joseph looks upon those who had sold him into slavery and he recognizes them as his brothers. And now Jesus does the same. Go and tell my brothers that they must leave for Galilee. They will see me there. Not only does Jesus say to his apostles, well, look, lads, no hard feelings. He gathers them together into a family. He rescues them. He makes them whole and he draws them to himself. And surely this becomes a great expression for us and a great confidence for us that whatever lies in our past, whatever sufferings we may have caused our Lord Jesus, He will turn to us and call us brothers and gather us together. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. 
we entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that, as you did at Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly so that this day may give glory to God the Father.
Christ is risen, he is truly risen. Although we have been apart this holy week and we have been absent from the sacred triduum, I pray nonetheless that you have a very happy and blessed Easter. I pray that every obstacle will turn into a stepping stone to heaven, that every cross you carry may lead you one step closer to the resurrection. May God bless you and your loved ones today and always.